what good is a pitcher that does not pour well? I mean, a pitcher that doesn't pour well really isn't good for much of anything, is it? But a pitcher that does pour well does exactly what it was made to do. Do you know that as a Christian, you are God's pitcher here on earth? The question is, how do you pour? Well, that's the question today's episode will ask. This is Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. And I'm your host, Greg McCollum. I'm going to tell you a story. A story that will inspire you and help you move closer to God through the small stuff in your life. A story to give you a glimpse of God that will surprise you with its simplicity and amaze you with its message. My daughter, Kelly, is an artist. Her work is scattered throughout our house. A painting here, a vase there, a photograph here and there, wherever you look. Her handmade jewelry is tucked away in boxes. Her ceramic mugs are stacked in kitchen cabinets. And her framed prints are hung on walls all over the house. Kelly's specialty is landscapes, which she creates out of salt and only salt. She infuses salt with food coloring, making these most amazing colors you've ever seen, and she carefully places that colored salt over poster board to create these fantastic scenes. They look like a mashup of a painting and a photograph. She calls her art salt of the earth. (laughs) Makes sense, doesn't it? (laughs) Well, as you can probably tell, I believe Kelly is a gifted artist, and I promise I would believe it even if she were not my daughter. One piece that I really enjoy personally is not actually a salt-of-the-earth piece at all. It's a ceramic pitcher that Kelly sculpted by hand and gave me as a Christmas present one year. The pitcher is tall with a nice masculine earthy color, and a big handle on the side for my big hand. (laughs) It holds the perfect amount of iced tea or Kool-Aid or juice, and it looks really good. It's unique, too. It's literally one of a kind. No one else in the whole world has a picture exactly like mine. But the best part of this picture is that it was made with my daughter's own two hands. The second best part, guess what? It pours well. Yeah, I mean, no matter what you put in it, when it pours out, it comes out exactly the way it's supposed to, easily flowing into a waiting glass of ice, no leaks, no spills, no drips. As pictures go, it's just about perfect. It accomplishes the purpose for which it was made without a flaw. After all, What good is a pitcher if it doesn't pour well? I mean, a pitcher can look great. It can be a beautiful color. It can have a gracious shape. Gracious shape. (laughs) Say that three times. 
It can feel good to the touch. It can be easy to hold. It can be filled with the most wonderful stuff. But if it fails at the most critical time for any pitcher, if it fails to pour well, then it really isn't good for much of anything, is it? A pitcher that doesn't pour well is broken. And in a way, pitchers like that are a lot like us. As Christians, we are pitchers for Jesus. Like Kelly made my pitcher, he made us with his own hands. Like Kelly's pitcher, we are also one of a kind. There is no one else in the whole world who is exactly like us. And he has filled us with the most wonderful thing ever, himself, his Holy Spirit. The question is, do you pour well? Are you pouring out the Spirit of God as you walk along each day? Are you refreshing the world with the way you pour out the presence of Christ? Are you accomplishing the purpose for which you were made? Or are you a broken pitcher? Maybe you look great on the outside. Maybe you are tall and graceful to the eye. Maybe you have the perfect handle and a beautiful color, but you leak. You are broken and you know it. But I have some good news for you. You can be fixed. The artist who created you can fix you. He can help you pour well. He did it for a Samaritan woman once who is a broken pitcher herself. When she met Jesus, she had been married and divorced five times, and she was living with another man who was not her husband. She was not well-liked by her neighbors. She was living a lonely life, confused about God and her relationship with him. So she met Jesus one hot day around noon by a well where she had come to get her water for the day. She and Jesus are into a conversation. And in the course of that conversation, Jesus said to her, whoever drinks of the water, you know, he's talking about the water, they were talking about the water in the well, but he kind of changed the, the course of the conversation. And he said, whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst. But the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming. When that one comes, he will declare all things to us. And listen to this. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Wow. <laughs> so the woman went into the city and said to the people, come see a man who told me all the things that I have done. Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in Jesus. Here's the important part. Because of the woman's testimony. As soon as she was fixed by Jesus, this Samaritan woman poured out his living water so well that many from her town believed in Jesus. Through him, she finally became the pitcher she was meant to be when he first fashioned her with the touch of the artist. She didn't leak anymore.
And you know what? That same artist offers the same living water to you. His hands can make you whole. You can stop leaking. You can pour out well for him. Just ask Jesus to fix you. When you do, you will be filled and everyone around you will be refreshed by his presence because of you. No leaks means you will be what he made you to be. And the more you pour out, the more you will be filled. And no one goes thirsty. This concludes today's episode of Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. Did you know when Jesus was preaching and teaching, he never used words like justification, sanctification, glorification. He never used words like those to describe himself, God, God's Word, salvation, heaven, or eternity. Instead, when Jesus talked about theological concepts, he talked about the small stuff of life. We call them parables today. He did that because his listeners could understand the small stuff. They were living the small stuff every day. It was through the small stuff that Jesus helped people move closer to God. There are going to be no intimidating, scary, or overwhelming theological words as part of this podcast. You'll just encounter things like cups of coffee, home repair, signs on the side of the road, roller coasters, and french fries, all revealing something unique about God, who meets you in real life ways every day. Thank you.